0: CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for Your Money and Your Life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast with Don and myself as we talk about investing finance and retirement. Don, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Mark, good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Hanging in there. How about yourself?
1: Doing pretty Good. Just uh, getting through the the month of February and um, looking forward to uh, warmer weather and longer days.
0: Yeah, very true. We are into our February podcast. Uh, I guess if you're a, a football fan like me, obviously you know a lot
1: of uh, it's kind of a dead zone. I think for sports, yeah, it is. You know, it's uh, right after the Super Bowl. You have probably a month and a half or so until baseball season starts and. I guess the next uh, the big event is NCAA, right? March Madness mm-hmm. is uh, in about a month or so. Yep. And uh even noticed last weekend, they started this new football league. I'm not sure if you see seen <laughs> yeah. any of that. That's,
0: yeah, the, the XFL. XFL. Yep, yep, it's back again. So that's the second go around for the XFL. <laughs> Speaking of dead spots. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how it goes. But hey, uh, let's actually talk news a little bit here. So clearly uh, we've had a... Also, a very interesting February in the month, of, or, or late, Jan, late January, early February, in uh, terms of news, coronavirus, impeachment, all these things dominating the headlines. And, uh, and, of course, you know, we're leading into, we haven't even got, you know, to the, really the ramp up for the primary, presidential primary. So, what's your take on this? Uh, clients' concerns?
1: Any actions we should think about? Thoughts? you know mark as it relates to being scared that a virus or impeachment or the election is going to affect you and your family's long-term planning horizon the answer is no and here's why as i've said before the news affects the stocks and the bond markets right mm-hmm. uh, news is unpredictable therefore uh, markets are unpredictable especially in the short run but let's put these three issues in perspective, right? The first one, as bad as the coronavirus has been overseas, perhaps a thousand or so deaths in, uh, in China, there are over 1 billion people in China. In the U.S., there have been, I think, something like 10 confirmed cases. But think about this. Here in the States, in the U.S., about 50,000 people each year die from the flu, and another fifty thousand or more die each year from pneumonia, right so don't get me wrong i 'm not dismissing the suffering it 's all tragic, but the fear is typically a result of the bombardment of mass media. you know we get news alerts on our phone, and every time we turn on the TV there's a breaking news chiran graphic being read on the bottom of the TV so you really what does the twenty four seven news cycle get us information. Yes, but also panic for sure. Uh, I'll give you an example. Recently, my son had the flu. He's just getting over it now. And we tried to buy some uh, surgical masks, you know, rubber gloves that kind of you get at the local pharmacy and Walmart, uh, Walgreens here to protect ourselves in the house. They're all sold out. So (laughs) (laughs) all the pharmacies, supermarkets, even online, uh, one of the local supermarket workers told us that someone one person bought all the boxes of masks can
0: you believe that (laughs) Jeez, louise uh yeah it's i can believe it unfortunately and you know i think that's a good point we see so much you know just normally here in the united states just from the regular you know from the flu and pneumonia and so on and so forth so it's important to your point absolutely and you know you want to take simple precautions you know wash your hands good good rest you know you know, the kind of the basic stuff, you know, and I think, uh, but I, yeah, you know, even if you think back to SARS, which was 14 years or so ago, we didn't have the media coverage, even social media coverage then. And certainly it wasn't coming out as China, you know, quite so much. So, yeah, I think just, you know, stay away from folks that are ill and just take normal precautions just as you normally would.
1: No, for sure. And, you know, also it makes me think uh, about something else. I have a client who's a doctor Mm -hmm. and he visits um, hospitals and nursing homes regularly to see patients. He's surrounded by all kinds of germs and (laughs) viruses and he almost never gets sick. And I was speaking to him about this and I, you know, and I asked for his advice on this and he said, best advice is make sure that you have a strong immune system And his advice was, again, you know, basic stuff, get plenty of sleep, eat right, exercise, walk regularly, just make sure you reduce stress where you can. But if your body is strong, you're continually fighting these things off and it builds up a resistance.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think that's great advice, obviously, and I think that's the basics we all should do anyway. Now, uh, that's the uh, well, actually, it's got a new name as of uh, today when we're doing the podcast, I mean, COVID-19 or something like that. But anyway, that's that. What about the uh, what about the impeachment and the election stuff?
1: Well, you know, as it relates to that, the elections impeachment, again, the news is unpredictable. You know, remember, Bernie Sanders had a heart attack in October and he was supposed to be finished, Mm -hmm. right? And now he's uh, one of the leading contenders. So that goes to show that you could never really predict these things. Uh, Impeachment was supposed to be about the Mueller investigation and it turned out to be about uh, Ukraine and Kiev, uh, which I guess they call Kiev nowadays. And before last fall, I'll bet most people couldn't even point to Ukraine on a map. And even now, it's probably difficult for most people to <laughs> right. do that. Right. Uh, and by the way, when Bill Clinton was impeached in 1998, a little factoid, the stock market was up 28% that year. So mm-hmm. look, I'm not saying that all these issues are not important or, or stress-inducing, but in terms of what we should do, it makes me think back to The so-called serenity prayer, it was written by long ago by a theologian. I think his name was Reinhold Niebuhr, but we've all heard it. It goes like this, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference, right? So that's Mm -hmm. good advice. And I think the key is wisdom, and we certainly don't get any wisdom from the media. Uh, For the media, it's all about ratings and getting you to watch the latest drama. I tell my kids all the time, the only thing, Mark, that we can control is our actions and our attitude. And when it comes to planning, protecting our families, enjoying the fruits of our labor, there's plenty that we can control. And often it's the things that we don't know that we don't know that can hurt us.
0: No, I think that's some pretty simple good advice there, because uh, we're going to go through things, you know, hopefully, God willing, if you're just getting into retirement or whatever, you're going to see multiple administrations and multiple things are going to come and go over hopefully a 20, 30 or 40 year retirement window. So, yeah, sometimes we just have to take a step back and realize that we get bombarded with all this media content. Well, that's going to kind of be our our bulk there to kind of kick off the podcast, as we usually do, kind of our main topic. But as always, we're going to turn to the Cash Connection and see what we've got in the email bank. And if you'd like to submit your own, don't forget you can go to donaldcash.com, that is donaldcash.com. And of course, anytime you have questions or concerns before you take action, always check with a qualified professional like Don Cash. He's a CPA and a CFP and you can call him at 800-664-1183. All right, Emily in uh what is this? millburn milliburn uh says, "Don, I just retired from a career as a physical therapist." My husband is retired from a large company. We've never really traveled that much other than here in the United States since we were busy with work, raising the kids, paying for college. Now we're ready to do some serious traveling and we're thinking about Europe, Israel, and maybe even Australia. Should we buy travel insurance? I've heard it's very expensive.
1: Well, first off, Emily in Millburn, congratulations on all your accomplishments. Yeah. Sounds like you have some really cool adventures planned. Some of these places I'd like to go to myself. Emily, unlike auto or home or health insurance, travel insurance is something that's purchased, what they call it, as an as-needed basis. And it's mostly for things like trip cancellation and travel delays, uh, lost luggage, emergency medical situations or evacuations. There's really no, I guess we could describe, there's no cookie-cutter plan. Mark, you mentioned that your wife travels uh, very often overseas. Does she get travel insurance when she travels?
0: She actually, yes, does. Uh, now it is through work a lot of times because she travels for work. But to our point from our earlier conversation, she had to cancel her trips to London this past
1: week due to uh, the the virus. So yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of that going on for sure. Uh, absolutely, yeah. But uh, the plans are they're typically offered by insurance companies. You know, many of them you've heard of like John Hancock or Allianz, AIG. You know, many other. Uh, non-insurance companies, private companies as well. Uh, You can get this kind of insurance from a travel agent, from your credit card company, uh, often from airline, or if you're booking a cruise, they'll hook you up with travel insurance, or um, more commonly now from third parties, like websites that compare companies, or you can buy it yourself from a company as well. The cost largely is based upon a couple of factors. Your age it's more expensive for older people. Number of travelers on the trip, the length of the trip, the longer the trip, the more expensive, and the type of coverage you want. But typically a, a good ballpark cost is somewhere between four and 10% of the cost of the trip. So that is that's sort of the, the overview of how the travel insurance works. But there's one aspect of this of the travel insurance i really hadn't given too much thought to mark until recently when i discuss it with a couple of clients that I'd had to collect on their coverage and many of my clients travel all over the world so it's something that uh, that we discuss typically what's going on with their travels and their plans and most people have pretty uneventful trips but this one couple in particular was traveling to england and they're in their 70s and very active, although the husband had been diagnosed a few years prior with Parkinson's disease. So on their way to a museum in Yorkshire, which is about two hours north of London, he fell down and injured his head. Oh, no. Yeah. They rushed him to the hospital. And uh, fortunately for them, they're, they're in England. So the quality of care is very good. So they were at a very high quality medical center that's in, within um, the borders of England. And after a very thorough exam, much to their surprise, it turned out that he had an undiagnosed heart problem and he needed a pacemaker. Actually, the heart condition was the reason he fell, not the Parkinson's. Hmm. So the doctors in England consulted with his doctors in New Jersey. And what they determined, Mark, is that he needed the surgery uh, in England. Not He couldn't make it back to uh, Summit, where he lived. So after the surgery... It was not safe for him to fly home on a commercial flight. So he needed to be flown back to New Jersey on a Learjet, on a private jet. So it turns out that their travel insurance paid for all of these expenses, which is very impressive. Wow! The ambulance, the hospital, the surgery, the Learjet, the ambulance in New Jersey to take him to um, Summit from Teterboro Airport, which is up north, Jersey. And uh, (coughs) they were thrilled. The insurance took away the stress, really, of getting him the best health care as well as the bills, which were, believe it or not, was over $100,000. I think that jet was close to $100,000. So they had a plan with a company called Travel Guard. And my thinking is, is really now that the medical coverage and the evacuation is really a, a very overlooked benefit for those people who are over 60 and do want to travel, You know, of course, there's limitations and exclusions, especially if you're traveling into an area that's dangerous. I was speaking to another client of mine last week who's an adventure traveler. He likes to hunt and fish and hike into dangerous areas, like in the wilderness, deep into Alaska. And he buys his insurance through a company called Get this, Mark. Ripcord. (laughs) Is that a cool name? That's pretty cool. Ripcord. They call themselves travel insurance on steroids.
0: (laughs) It's got to be former military.
1: Yeah, exactly. You got it. Staffed by special ops military veterans and, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, high level doctors and such. So I guess there's a plan for everyone. Yeah,
0: I would guess so. That's that's wild stories, man. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for the question. Uh, very cool. So Don, just to be clear, uh, your firm does not offer travel
1: insurance though, right? That's right. I mean, I can share with you uh, where you can acquire it and you know, maybe help you look it over, but we don't have any associates that offer that. All
0: right. Well, we'll put up some links uh, where people can do some research as we typically do here on the program. So again, very cool. Thank you so much for the question. We appreciate it. As always, go to donaldcash.com and submit your own. And uh, let's end off with a little getting to know you as we do from time to time here on the show. Since we are hopefully heading towards the end of winter, I guess uh, I always get it backwards. So the little groundhog, so, did he see a shadow? Or I always get this wrong. What was the deal? Did he see a he shadow?
1: He did not see okay. a shadow. And that is good news. That okay. means three more weeks of winter. Okay. Well, then what do you do uh, to stay <laughs> in winter shape then? To stay in shape in the winter. You know, it's generally pretty tough. But this winter has been quite mild here. So it's not as tough as usual. Uh, my kids bought me something called a Fitbit watch last year. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. So I've become a, a bit of a Fitbit addict, and the goal is to walk 10,000 steps per day. So let me take a look at my Fitbit right now. And 10,000 10, steps deep, is tough. <laughs> I'm at 3,029. So it's not a good day. It's you know, kind of dreary, rainy out there. So these are the tougher days to get that in. But it's pretty cool. The watch gives you alerts and goals and, you know, progress. It comes with an app that keeps all these statistics about how you're doing over the past week and month and year to date. So it's kind of my new fitness toy. And you know what? My wife bought one too. So this way we can kind of push each other, encourage one another. And, you know, both of our doctors say as we get older, walking and uh, weight-bearing exercises is even more important for good health. And it gets back to the point we discussed earlier about keeping a strong immune system.
0: No, that's a great point. And so, yeah, there's uh, you know, you can do that with your a lot of apps on your phone or the Fitbits. A lot of different ways you can do. But yeah, they say ten thousand steps a day is is optimal, and uh, it's definitely tough to do. So uh, I think I'm at like thirty two hundred or so. So we're about in the same spot here today, Don. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, we appreciate your time on the show, folks. Thanks so much for listening to Your Money in Your Life. Uh, yeah, just you know, take a step back sometimes when we see some of these things in the news, and just have a conversation, uh, not only with yourself to kind of you know reevaluate, but also with your advisor if you've got questions or concerns. As always, you can reach out to Don Cash from Donald W. Cash & Associates. Uh, again, he's a CPA and a CFP. You can call him at 800-664-1183 or you can go to donaldcash.com. Don, my friend, have a great week. I'll talk to
1: you soon. You too, Mark.
0: Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.